Hello there, and welcome back to this week's episode of A Talk of the Clones, where we will be discussing the new episode, Decommissioned, where our fabulous NAB batch go ahead into a droid decommissioning factory to NAB a head of a tactical droid. But before we start, we wanted to give a little shout out to some of our faithful listeners. Angel, take it away. Alrighty, I am Angel. You may know me from <laughs> various shady parts of South Florida. We've definitely uh, started a new leaf, folks. We are now a successful podcaster who speaks in uh, plurals as if I have multiple personalities. And I would like to take this opportunity to shout out the wonderful Joshua Barhemoth. One of our greatest, greatest listeners, a fantastic gentleman, an esteemed lover of Star Wars, a passionate man. Thank you very much for listening into the podcast. You are a treasured listener, and uh, we hope to not disappoint you in our coming episodes. I want to go ahead and say thank you to Nick, who helped us with this week's pun, because I could not figure it out. Thank you, Nick. Absolutely, Nick. Nick, That is some solid work. We need these puns. We got to keep these puns going. That was another A1 pun right there. Thank you very much. So this episode was absolutely beautiful to watch. Gorgeous. The team at LucasArts has come out and said that this was the most technically complex episodes that they have ever done from like all of the Clone Wars and all the episodes in the Bad Batch. Everything from like the lighting to design and concept of the droid facility was very hard to do and they're very proud of this it was very nice to watch i mean it definitely was complicated with all the uh, moving parts all the action going on and so many like different characters that we're following now there's lots of firefights there's lots of running around people jumping rolling yeah i mean this episode looked like it was a set like a set piece out of a movie right it looked wild I mean, this thing had so yeah. much movement, Jamie. I agree with you, dude. This thing was like all over the place. You had, we were following these guys. There was tons of quick cuts, so many moving parts, all the droids, like literally moving parts. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> man. And then we have Destroyer Hell off yeah. in the corner having his concussed exactly. uh, episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hitting his head. The decommissioner himself was just, you know, I'm telling you, his football player, I'm not, hey, I'm not going to gloat, but you know. If you're a faithful listener, you kind of you saw this one coming with your boy Angel. All right. I'm just hella confused why he hasn't mentioned it. Why he hasn't mentioned it? <laughs> Record? Yeah. Why hasn't he ha- like mentioned it to anyone else? Like, hey, hey guys, like My something concerning may have happened. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it's maybe he's not like, yeah, he maybe probably he can't, can't recall, recall it. it clearly, you know, maybe. Or it could be like a zombie movie type scenario where it's like oh it's happening but it's not happening i'm just gonna ignore it and you know nothing's gonna go i mean it's also like how often do you know whenever you're in a group of people and something like that were to happen like wouldn't you feel bad yeah like if you got a yeah sorry your zombie reference is perfect like if you get the zombie bite you don't want the rest of your group to know because like you know that they'll want to kill you not that the bad batch would kill him but yeah no absolutely poor decommissioner poor guy (laughs) He just played too many years of college football, and it just did a number on the guy. Hell of a linebacker, but was it worth it? Was it worth it, decommissioner? Look at you now. I mean, he can't even finish most of his plays, so. So he's getting knocked out by somebody. Aw. 
they definitely they were hinting like they were like really like laying it on us with the inhibitor chip scenario but my man's been getting his head pummeled like the last three episodes this this guy's just been getting like wrecked every single time the crash they should put some extra padding in his helmet because holy crap yeah man, man they gotta put they gotta put one of those like like those cushioned helmets on this guy because he was i mean he was taking rancor punches to the face yeah it's a baby but it's still a rancor you know also speaking of our sweet mm -hmm. empress muchi it's confirmed that she is in fact the rancor that luke skywalker kills in episode seven. Oh so. shit episode six i'm so sorry that's, that's two for two from last episode yeah Angel's got one, and I've got one. That's right. We're waiting on uh, on one of Julie's dunks over here. One of these snipes from a distance. One of your early predictions. Let's see if they pan out. I'll tell you right now. Luke is a bastard. Fuck Luke Skywalker. We're reserving that for the end. So the Empire did nothing say. wrong. Reddit, where are you? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's start from the beginning. The first scene with Echo and Omega, and Omega learning to use the boat was absolutely hilarious. I love the two little hecklers that was in there with her and her trying to hit the target, but it does bring about the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are upset about Omega because they aren't exactly raising her as a kid should be. But like, remember these guys were raised to be soldiers and they were like not naturally born either. So they're raising her the only way they know how to raise her, which is to become a soldier herself. And granted, now that they're being hunted, or she's being hunted in particular by like bounty hunters, it's extra pertinent that she mm -hmm. learns how to defend herself. Yeah. Not to mention like leaving her behind hasn't seemed to work because remember they left her behind in the last episode and the slavers still came for her. So this is one of those like, you know, what do we do as this kid? We have to like take her with us because she's getting in all sorts of trouble. Doesn't matter. Damned what if, they do with her. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. And Sid's hilarious. The Batch are officially mercenaries for officially. hire. Officially, yeah. I thought she was kind of a bitch whenever she was like, you need to work out those scrawny little arms. <laughs> she was right, though. Yeah, but it's like, that tough love, so man. So there's a funny thing about that scene. When Sid goes to debrief the Bad Batch on the mission, and she starts talking about, I think it's a droid decommissioning facility that she starts talking about. And then if you see Tech in the background, he freaks out, and he pushes hunter and echo out of the way to start like saying oh i know this information she's like up, 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 <laughs> shut up <laughs> it's hysterical yeah, i forgot about that because <laughs> you know how they're all kind of like um all fucked up clones in some way or another what if he's actually like neurodivergent to an extent that's a possibility i've definitely been around quite a few more people recently who who are neurodivergent and I think that would be an interesting characterization for him. I think it would be an interesting thing to add because, you know, neurodivergent people are regular people too, right? Like I said, I think it's always amazing whenever, you, you know, you have some degree of representation for people because then people feel included. They feel like they're part of the big story, you know? They can point to that one character and be like, hey, look, that's like me. He's a badass, yeah. you know? He's out here doing it big on the, on the big screen or in this case on the, on the big Disney Plus screen. Yeah, it's, it's always nice. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm glad that Disney hasn't backed down with like them being more exclusive in terms of the Star Wars universe because we got they tend to get a lot of pushback whenever they introduce a new character, whether it be a race or kind of like when they introduce Rose. Yeah, Rose Tico. Finn also got the same pushback. Yeah, so fish. It's just, just kind of fish. like Finn. And then, <laughs> Finn, fish. Finn did in fact <laughs> get the same. He got a pretty nasty reception to say the least same sex kiss that was in the end of episode nine even though they did cut it out of a few countries versions of it but 
know, we're John getting Cena there. John Cena can't little name little. which vert countries um, they got cut out from. So John Cena is going to take a backseat this episode. He was going to be a guest. He politely uh, declined. Doesn't want to be on the pod tonight. <laughs> uh, don't worry, John. We we understand. We understand. You're just looking out for your career, brother. There's always going to be like this initial sort of pushback. And I don't know. I guess I'm at a point in my life where I'm old enough to kind of see these patterns in Star Wars. And I think that Star Wars is really good at drawing in new generations of people to love uh, the franchise. And for some of us older fans, there's probably a decent chance that, that a lot of older fans haven't realized that there's a generation of Star Wars fans whose their Star Wars movies isn't even the movies. It's probably just the Clone Wars animated series. And that to them is Star Wars, yeah. prime peak Star Wars, right? I mean, to me, my Star Wars is the prequels, right? I, That's the one that was out when I was a kid. Even though I saw the original trilogy before I saw the prequels in, on VHS, the one that was for us, it was that one, it was the prequels, right? So we didn't hate right. it. When, when it came out, we thought it was awesome. We thought it was amazing. And that's just kind of how it is. I don't know. Well, yeah, they hated Jar Jar, but they were significant. <laughs> exactly. I, I was a little nine-year-old little baby kid. I was. I saw Jar Jar. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was an absolute trip. And I was a kid. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Look, go figure. George Lucas said, hey, I'm going to make a character for kids, and the kids love them. What a surprise. It wasn't until I got older that I realized, oh, man, this guy's hard to watch. <laughs> but, you know. It worked yeah. on me when I was a kid. Everybody's definitely calmed down in the Clone Wars. Yeah, they did. They toned them down a little bit. I think that's always going to be a factor with Star Wars. I think yeah, it's, a, it's I... a pattern that we see that there's there's always a little bit of resistance to the new stuff, but people tend to come around. I think you give them enough time. When a new generation Star Wars comes around, the older yeah, it's, generation it, it, gets it angry. Happens. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a cycle. It's the circle of life. I myself was very angry when the Clone Wars came out, like the animated series. I absolutely loathed mm -hmm. Ashoka. And like once like the the hatred of youth has faded and now that I'm a little bit older and just can't bring myself to give a little shit. Her character arc and character development it's was dope. absolutely phenomenal. And now I just kind of like, okay, Disney, yeah. give me anything yeah. I want to watch. Other than a new sequel, because I, I think there's a value in being receptive to it, giving it the benefit of the doubt because nothing is really perfect, especially when it comes to Star Wars. I'm a pretty big lover of Star Wars, but I'm not by no means blind to the flaws of the franchise. And let me tell you, if you sit down with me and you start picking apart Star Wars, I'm gonna pick apart every single thing that you love about Star Wars, and I'm gonna show you, hey, this is kind of bad, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> you you want to talk about plot inconsistencies and not planning out the sequels or not or over planning the prequels? Uh, well, in the original trilogy, the sacred original trilogy, we had a guy kiss his sister, and then the next movie <laughs> it wasn't even a big deal. You know what I'm saying? That was one yeah. movie later. So let's think about that for a second, right? Star Wars has always been a messy. It's always yeah. been a bit of a mess. But I think that that's it adds to the overall magic and the experience of the of the franchise. Because what's so good about Star Wars <laughs> is so good that the bad kind of just like, eh, doesn't matter as much. Speaking of a little bit of a mess, this episode reintroduced the Dumb and Dumber of the Star Wars galaxies, which is, or Star Wars universe, I would say. Oh, Trace yeah. and Rafa. They were not popular <laughs> in the Bad Batch. No, I'm sorry, the Clone Wars uh, final no. season. No. Yeah, even I was one of those. I was like, uh, I'm not, like, it's okay. Like, it's, I like Rafa because she is a character with a very um, questionable mm -hmm. moral compass. But I was like, why all the episodes and all the arcs that we know 
that were incompleted. Why did we get this arc with yeah. Jason Rafa? Like this, this doesn't make sense. And now that they brought him back to you know the Bad Batch and like that one scene at the end, mm-hmm. now it just makes much more sense. So we're little definitely going to get. We know. A lot little more did we know Rafa. they were going to come back in a different yeah. factor. And here's my question, guys. Not to cut to the end of the mm-hmm. episode. But what's with that little ending, huh? <laughs> now hear me out. I think I think that this this that it's a little bit of a misdirect. I think that they kind of tried to make it look suspicious, but it's probably not. I don't know why. I just didn't buy it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like you think that maybe Rafa kind of like double crossed them or something? Like the misdirect? Because they're definitely kind of like making us want to think that oh they're uh, fishy and like they were actually giving this information out to more nefarious uh, sources. I mean, Rafa is sus. She's sus, but I think, I don't know. I just didn't get that vibe. It looked like a robe that the person in the hologram was wearing. Are we going like full-fledged into this so I could talk about all my Let's dive in. We got plenty to talk about. Let's (laughs) dive right in. We're already here. (laughs) First of all, did you recognize that droid that was with Mm, them? R7? No? Okay, that's R7. Yeah. That's Ahsoka's droid. We know that R7 lived because in the last episode, even though he went down with the Venator. I uh, totally forgot. Oh, my God. Man, that's (laughs) why I need you, bro. The Venator goes down and R7 was there with Ahsoka. So R7 knows everything Mm -hmm. about the inhibitor chips. When Ahsoka is getting ready to leave on that starship that Rex kind of like puts all the stuff together for her r7 is stacked up in pieces underneath the starship so it's assuming you know you could assume that mm-hmm. she took r7 with her and either she rebuilt him herself or she gave him the trace and trace was able to put r7 back together so i would think yes they are anti-empire but that does not necessarily mean that they are pro rebellion no good point in my opinion. I do think that they have some contact with Ahsoka, considering, you know, it's R7. I think that was Ahsoka. You think that was Ahsoka? I mean, they had a fake-out like that, and they had a fake-out like that in Rebels. I mean, who's it gonna be? Jabba the Hutt in a bathrobe? Pretty I mean... sure they did, and then it turns out it was Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the popular uh, theories damn. is Bail Organa. Was, yeah. That looks like one of his you know, senatorial robes. I was thinking ropes. about that. It could be him, too. Ahsoka immediately goes into hiding for two years after the events of the last episode of Clone Wars. That's assuming, I think mm. they talk about it in Rebels, but according to the book, she's in okay. hiding for two years. Then yeah, then she's definitely, you think they might be retconning the book? So it wouldn't be her because it's so close. I think they have already yeah. have retconned They might the book. just say, hey. Uh, Pretty sure they did. Books are for nerds, huh? Let's do the TV with the <laughs> boom, boom, pow, and all this stuff. Boom, boom, pow, Jesus, what am I, will I am? Anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Boomers are going to get that reference. <laughs> Another theory is something I brought up last episode of it being Dryden Voss, who's the head, uh, the figurehead of the Crimson Dawn. Ooh. Just because that also no, that also looks like it could be his robes. And he's also specifically anti-Empire, but not necessarily pro-Rebellion. I don't even think the Rebellion is formed at this point either. So it could be, for all yeah. intents and purposes, you know, Dryden Voss. It also could be Darth Maul. That would be a stretch, I think. But the voice actor is coming back. Some people think it might be Quinlan Boss, since that's another character animation that they worked on for the arc that they ended up not make, using for mm. Clone Wars. So, And then another theory, which is part of the leaks from the toys. So I'm not sure if you want to... Let's, uh, let's go into up. the leaks a little later. Well, we're going to give you some leak action, listeners. We're going to do some leak okay. action a little later into this episode. We got a lot more we can cover. 
There's two more possible people, and it's going to be discussed in the leak section. Stick around. We got some good <laughs> leak section for you. Or you can just listen to my theories. You can or listen to my guys, theories. I'm pretty much a leaker. My theories, oh, they've yes. been so sp consistently spot on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me and Jamie over here, we're four seers. <laughs> we can see the future through the force. We're ahead of all y'all with our predictions. Look at that. This guy, this guy saw all the way up to episode six without even, you know what I'm saying? That's impressive. That's impressive. That's further than I went. <laughs> this episode for me was not as eye-opening. No. But yeah, I, I don't know the Clone Wars mm -hmm. as well as you guys do. And so it wasn't, there was nothing in this that like stuck out to me as like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. I don't know who that person is at the end. I don't know how people <laughs> you all just talked about. I know like Darth Maul, but like. Bail Bill Organa? Yeah, Bail Organa. Baby mm -hmm. Leia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Organa. Yes. Okay, yeah, I don't, yeah, mm -hmm. I guess I know that. I just, like, I guess off the top yeah. when you said it, I don't really recognize it. You got to frame it around what happened in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he used to be best like, friends with Dexter, and then he moved uh, away from Miami, and he started the rebellion. That's that's how that. Right, right, right. right. I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, man, I'm really, gotcha, I'm gotcha. being really obscure today with the references. At least one person out there is going to appreciate all this. <laughs> That's not obscure. They've got a new a new season. They, I didn't catch they do, it. A new they season do. of Dexter's coming out this year. They do. So you're just yeah, plugging stuff. Maybe, maybe right. Showtime is a... Uh, so yeah, you know, I don't have any new I'm theories sponsored by right Showtime. now. Maybe I, maybe I have a secret deal with them. Golly, that Mayweather That's fight was sure was something. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't uh, have any particular theories. What, what about you? Uh, me, personally, I didn't have too... I thought this episode... It didn't give us as much like meat in terms of like foreshadowing, at least nothing that I caught. Right. I didn't really see anything in terms of foreshadowing this episode because it was just such a great action focused episode. This was a treat for the eyes, dude. There was just so much going on. We're talking like they have yeah. just been keeping up this animation level. Uh, at a very, very high level. This was just really, really good to watch. And you know what? It just felt so good seeing these guys go up against the droids. You know what I mean? And then that little twist at the, to, later on when the say. droids get activated against the other droids. Like, come on, man. That's awesome. It was, it was a good time. It's like, uh, fuck the police. Exactly. Exactly. What security? <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, we may be war criminals, but we're not. We're not boot and I was on the, the edge of my seat whenever uh, Omega was about to fall into mm -hmm. that, that pit. Man, I like because she fell in and I guess she was on top of some of the metal. And I was like, like at that moment, I like butt oh. clenching like, oh, no, she she fell. Oh, OK, she's fine. And then she's like, oh, no, no, no she's not fine. And then, oh, fucking fuck. OK, she saved her. What makes it seem even worse is that Sid says that she has puny weak arms exactly. at the beginning. And then you're just like, her weak arms, how can she hang on? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it does, this episode did answer one of like the question that a lot of Star Wars fans has of uh, what the hell happened to all the droids following the Clone Wars? Like, you, there's no parts of them anywhere. So now we know they all get shipped and get made into fondue mm -hmm. pretty much. They're just reusing that metal to make Star Destroyers? I don't know. Dark Troopers? The Dark Troopers. Yes, yes, yes. This is a possibility. <laughs> We're not ruling that out. I like the, the idea of the, the tactical droids being used for intel, specifically mm -hmm. by, like, dark like like crime syndicates to fight back against the empire because the, the empire is utilizing the clones so they want to have a tactical advantage against them it makes perfect sense that the crime syndicates would be the first ones to try to get their hands on that 
That's why I think the Crimson Dawn is going to make their appearance. I would love that. Especially because we're at the point where Darth Maul is presumably building it. Because we saw that in the occupation of Mandalorian. We saw that. And then we know Solo's coming up at one point. Oh, yeah. And Rebels hasn't happened yet. So he's definitely doing his thing. It's very interesting to see Star Wars planets get retconned for new use. I know that most of the Star Wars fans saw Corellia for the first time during Solo, but you and I specifically have... Remember we used to go to Corellia mm-hmm. in Star Wars Galaxies? We are old heads. We are of the old guard of the Star Wars fans. <laughs> OG Star Wars Galaxies fans. Yeah, we it seems that... remember Corellia? The, the wonderful fields of Corellia. Mm-hmm. The, the orange fields. And now it's mostly kind of like a factory planet. Yeah. So it's always fun to see. Jaime is smiling at me like this fucking nerd. This nerd. Jaime, <laughs> I'm nerds. telling you, man. I'm jealous I didn't play those games. Like, I didn't even know they were a thing back then. You're the then. casual king. You are here. You are just <laughs> like so the cash. guy. You're like, hey, I'm casual. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You feel me? I'm not here for this nerd talk about some video game. Ain't nobody play. I got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? Casual king. <laughs> I watched this episode because they had a lot of bang, bang, Amen. pow, pow. Amen, and that it did. <laughs> it's more like shoo, shoo. There's some of these action sequences, specifically, you know, specifically during the that one moment where the where she says, "Is there an echo here?" and then obviously Echo chimes in <laughs> that he's. This is why Echo was created. This is the long haul joke. For during this entire short span of his life. It's like this is my <laughs> moment. This is it. This is why they brought me back. Echo is my favorite character of the batch. He's oh, great. God, I love, I him love so Echo. Much. Love that guy. It made me really feel like how amazing would it be if they ever cast people to do a live action Bad Batch? That'd be wonderful because that armor would look so good in a movie. Their armor is sick. It would look amazing in live action. You would yeah. swoon. I will absolutely tune in <laughs> to see Maori men in live action. You, man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. I I'm want right, it. I'm right here. We could both watch. <laughs> we could do it together. It could be a couple of activity. That much is true. I don't think I've seen a lot of cosplay for the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're it's n- brand new. Newer, so. uh, the owner of Super Seventy Three has a tech. It doesn't look quite. At least my opinion. I know like all the elitist boys are going to come after me for that and eat me alive. Well, but I don't think it looks well. quite right. They are a little different. I, I would like to see some some stuff. I'll have to look that up. It's just a matter of like um you know there weren't a lot of references before and now we have yeah, a ton more which references. Is true. I mean, look, it's a fair point. The first one across the line, usually when it comes to a lot of this stuff, when they're making armor, replicas, and all that, usually the first people out of the gates are going to get a couple of the, the subtle nuances right. They're not. They're really not going to be able to get a one one because they don't have as many references, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember the the first guy who dressed up as uh, Darth Vader? That that suit looked awful. That's true. He's the first guy who that's, did it. That's true. I want <laughs> so he his lives on an infamy, right? For the memes, so I would I would definitely pay for that suit. I'd gladly own it. <laughs> By the way, that guy is the father of the guy who owns Bat in the Sun Productions, which oh, does uh-huh. like Batman fan films. Really? The guy the guy who dressed up as Darth Vader for the very first time is still in pop culture today Man. Uh, making he, Batman fans. He is about that Anyways, life, huh? That's a little bit of my fandom. Is, that's a deep cut. This is what we have here, Jaime. Yeah, y'all want some deep cut Star Wars <laughs> shit. Oh, that's right. I'll bring uh, Batman, Batman into is a it. resident Batman yeah, expert. Sorry. So I'm the only one who's not an expert, evidently. 
We got a, a seasoned EU veteran, 501st veteran. You're an actual history expert, I, don't think I think. I think I am, but I can sound like a history expert. And I think that's enough. You're our real life history expert. Julie and I will be our archives of useless yes, shit. Yes, I am a real life history <laughs> expert. Hello. Yes, my name is Galuzzi. I come from a distinguished background of great intellectual discourse of all things historical. That works on me. There you go. That's all you got to do. You just got to do a little accent. You got to sauce it up a little bit and you're fine. Speaking of accents, is, it, is anyone else tired of Omega with her Absolutely little silly not. accent? Because no. I'm not tired. Not even Anymore. a little bit. I love it. I love it. I want her to keep saying things in her funny little accent. I love it. I love it when she starts acting like a brat. Oh, it's great. I don't mind. It's something about me because as a guy, it just triggers my like my dormant fatherhood yeah, instincts. Some of them jeans. So like I'm I'm like useless. <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying, bro. And Hyman, when he saw her like almost get Toy Story threed, you know what I'm saying? He was like, no, no. You know what I'm saying? It's that that fatherhood instinct that kicked in in him as well. Pretty much what I'm saying is that we're part of the bad batch <laughs> right like essentially like it's the same thing you have to wear the colors now i'll gladly wear the colors so we could look like your little batcher <laughs> it's technically we're batchers that's the oh, term dude, i've never done any cosplay batchers batchers that's true true i got i gotta Thanks get a up little on omega yeah, like two episodes you, ago you gotta keep me more up to date <laughs> on that yeah omega omega oh we just gotta you just got to get either, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, have a, I have a friend who's short enough. He could probably be Omega. You could probably talk him into it. I don't have a daughter, so I'll just <laughs> use my friends. <laughs> as long as they could do the voice, that's all that That's matters. what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to cosplay as oh, Moochie. I'll cosplay as going to not have that reaction. That's right. Luke Skywalker, that mass-murdering bastard I, killed Moochie. I could do Jack or, or Echo. I now sympathize Jack is like six foot four. I'm not sure if you guys have seen any of the... The stuff that's come out for his character are they really that tall so i think tech is as tall as wrecker if not taller and hunter is the shortest one hmm. i think hunter is like five foot eleven <laughs> and everyone else is taller than him oh wow well i mean jaime's got to be I've he's got to be Googling. tech he's got the glasses like ready he's got the look down if anything i'm wrecker just because i'm big <laughs> uh, you know say i just gotta I'll do that. Oh, why are you guys having all the fun? Can I be you know, just, I want to be go. with the people it's and over. have a lot of money. I can be <laughs> a junk in my office. Or I could be one of the hecklers. There you go. The <laughs> Somebody's going to be a drunk heckler. You're Omega. <laughs> no, I don't have the genuine <laughs> naivety to be Omega. She's too pure. Yeah, and you're a rotten, corrupt Yeah, you're definitely soul. Sid. I can definitely be bought. It wouldn't work. Everything has a price. Yeah. <laughs> no, abs absolutely, absolutely. I think you're the person in the robe at the end of this episode. You know what? Now that I, now that you pointed out to me, you made that connection that R seven. You know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 that totally slipped by me a hundred percent. I don't know, man. I think that might be Ahsoka. I think they're just gonna go all in. Look, if there's two things that Dave Filoni, well, three things that Dave Filoni just absolutely cannot wait he's just drooling to throw them into a star wars project it's gonna be number one ahsoka number two mandalorians number three i mean it's Darth coming Maul. in the leaks in the leak section we'll have that discussion then we got some leaks for who's coming Ooh, that's preemptive Ooh. that is preemptive as hell. i'm trying to tempt so, all our viewers into the dark side let's discuss a little more <laughs> 
No. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. They're going to join us. They're going to be here for the ride. Trust me. Let's cut into some more of this meat that we Trace got from and this Rafa. episode. Some of the, the action sequence, right? Oh, they're so annoying, but I love them so much. Well, that's the thing. I feel like they totally fit in so properly in this uh, series and this episode. It was nice to see mm -hmm. them come back. Because in the first one, I will agree, I will agree with, with some of the Star Wars uh, community that their introduction in, in the last season of Clone Wars, it felt like, why now, man? We got so much, we want to cover so many unfinished storylines. Yeah, totally. I totally see that frustration 100%. And I kind of felt the same way. Because some of the storylines, I didn't know, but some of the storylines that were cut from it, I was like, oh man, that would have been amazing. It would have been amazing to have in this final season. It would have made it like that, you know, like that nth degree better. Yeah, but now that we know why, like some of that See, anger Trace is and gone. Rafa. Exactly. Yeah, it's what I say. You know, give it some time. Give it some time. And the people become more receptive. And they're like, yeah, I think maybe I kind of do like this character a little bit. I mean, they got <laughs> sick undercut. haircuts. So right <laughs> off the bat, they're fresh as hell. Yeah, they look like plumbers in this episode, sure, because they they, they, mm -hmm. they were not dripped out at all. But the makeup on point. The drip was like abysmal this episode. But pero se perdona. Oh, of course, no. The, the makeup game was on point. They were still fresh as hell. You know what I'm saying? They they dressed like plumbers, but they stopped by the barber before the mission. These ladies, they they know how to keep it put together for a, for a mission, even though they're dressed like construction workers. They even know what they're doing too, compared to last time. Exactly. So like the Among Us duo, we're introduced to them again. Both of them were sus this time, but neither were the imposter, and they absolutely, I think it meshed well. I like the good the back hunter and, forth. and Rafa. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It was nice. It was nice. It was good stuff. Look, hey guys, I know some people might feel like it's a little childish, you know, some of the stuff in this, but guys, come on. Come on. You gotta give the kids a bone here. It's par for the course of how Rafa acts, though. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love how they had that change of heart. You know, that's what makes me think, like, you know what? I thought Trace was gonna leave Omega. Look, man, if they're giving this, this data to the homie from Crimson Dawn, I don't think they would have stopped to, to help Omega. Point. Like I said, the Crimson Dawn, he is anti-Empire. He's not pro-Rebellion. I don't think there's, you know, the Rebellion is officially formed yet. You can make an mm -hmm. argument that that's the case with almost everybody, though. Specifically the crime syndicates, the wealthy. At least in the lore department, I gotta hand it, you know, I gotta hand it to, to Disney and the and the Star Wars, uh, the story group. I gotta hand it to them. I mean, some of these storylines have been shaky, <laughs> to say the least. But the lore has been pretty rock solid for the most part, from what I can tell, because they've been pretty thematically consistent across the board with a lot of stuff. I mean, say what you will about episode nine, but some of the lore expansion in that movie was really good if you dive into it. I'm just saying, guys, there's some good stuff in there, but that's a conversation or a vicious, bloody argument for another you day. Know, now that I think about it in the episode, Rafa says patch him through, but it very well could have been patch M. Like patch him through instead of mm -hmm. patch him through, even though like the close captain says mm -hmm. him, but that could that's wrong sometimes. It's close captain. This episode. Yeah, so maybe it is Ahsoka, especially considering you know R seven has the information about fives inhibitor chips. That's what they're contacting Ahsoka Tano about. So yeah, it might be Ahsoka. It, Wrecker's inhibitor chip turning on. I feel like it wouldn't be as rewarding if we don't get a jedi before the end of the season so maybe this is the reintroduction of ahsoka mm -hmm. it's like how you brought it up last time 
if they do go with the inhibitor trip stuff a jedi's mm -hmm. presence is going to trigger it or a force sensitive's presence would trigger it it's still in and out on wrecker so we don't know if they're actually going to really dive into that and yet we i got think 10 they're going to save that for so. a little later on in the season for sure since we've got so we got a lot of episodes left guys we, we got a lot of show left to cover so i'm excited about that because i feel like we've already had so much specifically with that massive yeah. massive first episode and uh yeah we, we got we got quite a bit down the pipeline we got 10 episodes we're not even halfway there i wonder if they're the last episode is going to be extended or if it's like is that a, a leak oh i hope it is i hope so too huh. i hope it's another I am, like, uh, pulling up a tweet that i wanted to bring up i hope it's a big beefy one the, <laughs> the episode not the tweet all i get is 240 characters tops with the tweet but with an episode i can get 240 minutes no they won't do that that's too much <laughs> but if maybe i don't know that'd be a lot for an episode that's a movie dude that's that's a long movie <laughs> that's a long ass movie what is that it's like a lord of the rings extended movie <laughs> but i'd watch it happily I'm a, I'm a big believer that if something is is entertaining enough, specifically like something you know something like Star Wars, uh, you give me a, you, you tell me I'm in for a four hour movie or a three hour movie, I'm not exactly going to be disappointed. How many people sat through all of Endgame? You know what I mean? They sat through that movie happily. I, I also watched the new Justice League, which was long. It was awful, but I still That's watched it. That's a long one. <laughs> it's long, dude. It was really long, but you watched the whole thing, oh, right? Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, mm -hmm. a June 5th tweet from Joel Aaron, who is the VFX supervisor for the Clone Wars, Rebels, and Bad Batch, claims that starting next week, I'm not sure if this mm. means this coming episode or like next week, next calendar week, the second half of the season, it's going to be fantastic compared to everything before. So, you know, this is where all the Baraka scenes that still haven't been aired are going to come in, you know. Uh, come to play mm, and all right. my other theory which we can't discuss yet I'll say one okay. thing and then we'll go into the leaks <laughs> just one little thing alright guys so we we ourselves we've done six episodes up till now and Bad Batch has had six episodes up till now right one thing that, that I've definitely definitely heard from some people that have been uh, I've spoken to about the show some of our listeners they've mentioned that the show feels like it's it's just too episodic like it's in every other episode type of what? thing you know like the in-betweens and all that yeah so i've had some of my some of some people that i speak to mm -hmm. they feel like man it's like they feel like one episode is really good and then the next one's really boring and then the next one's really good and then the next so one's they feel like boring. we're getting fillers now and that's how they feel about it like it's kind of fillery, but it's not really fillery. I, I, this show has been particularly very good about keeping the momentum moving forward constantly. Mm -hmm. Even though you could, I guess, if you want to be really, really, really extreme about it, you could probably say that these some of these episodes have been a little fillery. Okay. In in that it's it's just little side quests that are ultimately not really pushing the core plot forward. And I get that, but you got to look at it from this perspective, everybody. Let's let's look at it like this. Look at how the themes are progressing. Look at how they're doing characterization, because right now they're not really moving the plot forward. These guys are in a flux. These guys are soldiers that have been thrown into a galaxy that they don't know what to do with right now. So they're just giving it a little time to breathe and figure themselves out. 
And as such, look at the characters now and who they are now versus who they were when we first met them and who they were even in the first episode of this season so far. Same thing with Omega. Look at that progression with them. Some of my favorite shows of all time, they do this where you have a sort of almost an adventure of the week type thing, right? What that does is that that gives you time to sit with these characters, to marinate a little bit. You know what I mean? It lets it lets these characters kind of rub off on you and you kind of get used to them and you like them. You get to know them a little more, right? You have happy times with them, right? That's what these adventure of the week set pieces are kind of like. And that has huge payoff for when the plot starts moving fast. Because when the plot starts moving, now you're really attached to these characters. And if something happens to, to any of these characters that's sad, it's going to feel way more sad because you're going to look back on the good old days when they were just adventuring throughout the galaxy, vibing, you know what I'm saying? Smashing their heads against metal, getting concussions, good old times. You know what I'm saying? Making puns about their name, Echo. Good times gonna look back on those moments and it's gonna make you feel different you're gonna get that emotional attachment to these characters so that by the time the plot starts getting and inevitably everybody dies because palpatine pulls up and he start murders them all and he says i collapsed that's the final episode <laughs> sorry guys i i got into the He's... i got into the leaks a little early but that's just going to be the last scene of the episode is just or the last like shot of the episode is just like a close up and he's bragging about clapping. Mhm. Mm exactly. Me, Brought to you by Trojan. You going there, anyway, man. let's get in. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, okay, up until that last bit, everything I said was true. All right, it's true. You're going to get used to these characters cuz now you're going to have these moments where the dad batch and the sad batch and the bad batch and the bargain batch and the bargain bin and all these guys, and the you know what I'm batch. saying? The Toy Story the 4. The nab batch and the what is it? The grab batch. The the what's the, the next batch. week? It's gonna be the dab batch. I don't know, dude. Probably <laughs> oh. the rice pad batch. Whatever. I mean, if they ever dab in an episode, <laughs> that's obviously that's it. I was thinking of a different kind of dab than Jaime did, and he even did like the gesture. And I was like, no. Nah, I you wheat. corrupt, <laughs> horrible, horrible influence. There are literal five-year-olds listening to this. Welcome to the rice fields. No, no, they left. They left. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They left. They left. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying, right now, you got to look at it this way. They're laying the groundwork. They're laying the groundwork. They're building the foundation. All right. You can't build the roof of the house without a floor. The Bad Batch so far has been a lot better than Clone Wars in terms that it's a very linear story. Like Clone Wars was all over the place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in order. Like you go from like yeah. season one to season four to season like two to season like seven. Like it, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, the Bad Batch arc doesn't even take place at, you know, where we think it does. It takes place, I think, not that long after uh, Echo dies. You know, Clone Wars is only three years. But anyways. Echo dies for the first time because we don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then he just pulls up again. Hey, guys, how you doing? Yeah, it's a little fillery, but like we have learned important things with each mm -hmm. episode. And we also have to keep in mind is that there is undoubtedly going to be another animated Star Wars series coming afterwards. So they have to, you know, take the time to flesh some of the characters out that they're going to carry through. Because I would not doubt that Trace and Rafa are going to either be used again in this series or possibly whatever series is coming next absolutely and they don't get this good at animation so to just yeah, to throw call, it away. It, call it a day and pack up shop or to like waste it all on little droids this animation is looking good 
Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 no doubt. All right, everybody, so now we dive into the leaks. All right, where do we want to go to? This is your chance. You can turn it off. Actually, just turn the volume down. Let's keep the play <laughs> analytics going. Keep Finish listening to this, but don't listen to it. Throw your phone, put your phone in the other room, okay? And also put us on repeat when you go to sleep at night. Continue, oh, where, where are we going into the leaks? All right, so new toys have come out and we have one of the more obvious things, kind of like Echo's new hand and some of the things he does. Tech is getting a vehicle and a character whom is Dave Filoni's favorite is coming back. Bo-Katan has her own figurine for the Bad Batch series. Yeah. There you go. What I tell y'all, he can't help <laughs> himself. He's got to throw some Mandalorians in anything. So my theory is we're actually going to see the Imperial occupation of Mandalore towards the end of the episodes after the whole Bracca. So I think we're going to see Bracca next. We're going to see Rex. And then we're going to go back to Mandalore. And I think Ahsoka is going to return back to Bo-Katan. You know, because she was helping them try to get Mandalore back. Now, I don't think Ahsoka's going to go straight into hiding. I think she's going to go back to the Mandalorians, find Bo-Katan. And after this whole Imperial Siege of Mandalore happens, she is going to help Ahsoka go into hiding again. And that's my theory. Another theory mm -hmm. is because we're seeing, because we're going to see the Imperial Siege of Mandalore, we might get Moff Gideon and how he came possession to the Darksaber. Ooh, that is an excellent points because we don't know how he came into yeah. possession of it you think it might be a little early for him to I mean, come into possession of it or you think he was just kind of hoarding it and just vibing on the side you know bo-katan clearly loses it at one point and then she spent the past i think yeah it's 30 years before the events of the mandalorian so it could be this is what kicks off and this is how moff gideon gets the dark saber and he's been holding on for it all this time or gar saxon takes it from bo-katan and then Moff Gideon somehow takes it from Gar Saxon. We don't know. I guess we'll find out. I thought it was going to be kind of like a, the rest of the episodes, them working as mercenaries, but they clearly do not have the moral compass for it. I think Sid is now going to turn on them because they didn't finish, you know, the mission they were sent off and she's going to pay or she's going to give the information to Fennec and we're going to see Fennec again because Sid pretty much like rats them out to get some money. These guys are unlucky, man. They just get they're just getting snitched on by everybody. It's like everybody's in their business. They're just trying to vibe. Maybe they can try picking up a part time job or something at a diner. I can just visit. What is it? Dex? Oh, Dex on Coruscant. They can't exactly go back there. Yeah, no, that's true. Too high yeah. profile. But, you know, maybe they can do a diner somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? The Bad Batch <laughs> Diner. Get a bad batch of eggs, whatever, you know, a batch of eggs. All right. Yeah. I give up. Go ahead. Eggs in a basket. No. <laughs> Eggs in a batch. <laughs> so my other two theories about who this cloaked person could be. One of them is Bo-Katan because she wears a cloak over her armor in season seven of Clone Wars when they're kind of like watching what Ahsoka's doing. And also in the, the art of one of the toys one of Wrecker's action figures, they show a clone trooper wearing some kind of poncho. So all we see is kind of is the shoulder down to the fingers, and he's clearly wearing a poncho. So whoever that is, yes, and it's the a clone, clone trooper. trooper. So he's wearing clone armor, white armor. armor. We don't see. I don't. I. I do not think that it's blue. People think it's Rex, which could be kind of like a logical conclusion because we are getting Rex, and that's confirmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So people think the covered figure is rex 
but we don't know. So that person could be who Rafa is talking to. Do we have six possible mm-hmm. people right now? True. Yeah. I might. Well, Beologana, Dryden Voss, Quillen Voss maybe, uh, or Darth Maul. Well, that's kind of like a stretch. We know the voice actor is coming back. However, the voice actor does Darth Maul, also does Palpatine, and Palpatine has already done some lines. So that could kind of like be so gone. Yeah, or Ahsoka and Rex. Mm. I don't know if I'm missing anyone. I mean, you know that maybe Ahsoka is the misdirect. Maybe you're right. I think I think you know what you could be right about that. I think it could be mm-hmm. Rex because then that would be like the perfect misdirect. R7, you would think, oh Ahsoka, but R7 has just as much of a tie to Rex as Ahsoka, specifically towards the end there. So yeah. it could work. It could, could be Rex. Rex. Like it would explain it works. the poncho yeah, trooper on Rex's art. I mean, box art. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it could be. Look, could I, be it, Wolf. It could could I'm, be Gregor. I'm just gonna say it's, it's <laughs> obviously Obi Wan, but you know, because <laughs> Obi Wan got some more armor to hide even more uh, uh, efficiently. Obi Wan's already on Tatooine, being a Hermes probably hit. No, Obi Wan is butt naked on Tatooine, aging as fast <laughs> as he possibly can. He's probably building his little hut. That guy's just sunbathing every day. That's why he looks. Would he build it with the force? I don't know. He maybe he just hands? summons it from like the sand, the same way the Emperor summons all these like hundreds of thousands of star cruisers. I was I was reading this week that people who live off the grid, the Cave of Wonders. I was reading this week that people who live off the grid age faster because they're out in the sun uh-huh. and they're working and they're using their bodies harder and they don't have ac and heat and stuff so it's harder on their bodies so that's probably you know what's happening to him is he's living off the grid and tattooing with two sons yeah with two sons so he's definitely <laughs> aging too quick and that's science yeah man that's what it is science and you said who said star wars wasn't scientific huh exactly i don't think he's doing the cave of wonders <laughs> thing that, 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 that Julie was talking about over here, summoning the Cave of Wonders like Aladdin or something. That's his hunt. No. He built it by hand like the disciplined Jedi that he is. Or he you know, he maybe cheated a little bit. Maybe he lifted a little bit of rocks using the Force for fun as a treat. And he blackmailed you know? some Jawas. But definitely, maybe. I don't know. He, he doesn't seem the type to blackmail. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, he's very persuasive, so you never know. He might have just gotten a hut for free. He's incredibly persuasive. He's got that magic <laughs> persuasion thing. True. True. Oh, I don't think he paid for it. I don't think he paid. I don't think he owns the yeah, deed. Yeah, I don't think he has huts. a chain code. His credits are no good. Obi Wan is a squatter. <laughs> but anyway, what else? Uh, we got any more leaks? Got any more leak action going on? Because I think that leak helped us cheat our way to figuring out that that's Rex. I'm sold. I'm sold on Rex. I think it's Rex, yeah, man. I think it's Rex too. I didn't even think about that, but that's it's the perfect it's the perfect segue into the I next. I just want scene some fucking Bo-Katan, because man. it's like a double whammy mystery. I don't care about anything else now. We're gonna get Bone Baton. Don't worry, she's gonna pop up with all her infinite moisturizer and all that. That's that. You see, that's how we know. Thanks to Jaime over here, we now know that Bone Baton stayed her ass in the AC in her fancy little armor, and that's why her. You think she has AC so in her good. helmet? And that's why Obi-Wan looks do. like ass. Probably. She's royalty, bro. I hope all of the stormtroopers <laughs> do. Jesus. I'm, I don't know. Finn was hella swelly. No, not all of them. In all his My scenes. My God. So. Oh, yeah. He was, he was drenched. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, they put John Boyega, John Boyega <laughs> in, <the desert>. <laughs> <laughs> in a stormtrooper outfit. Even if they didn't want him to sweat, that, that wasn't going to last very long. 
they could have wiped him down right before that shot two seconds later it's just drenched again no way no way like somehow it just wasn't all that interesting like um just more crosshair figures tex gets some kind of uh vehicle thing that he builds or something i don't know it's weird looking mm -hmm. so okay so tech tech and uh fast and the fast and furious nine huh. crossover promotional tour is on is on your way <laughs> i don't know what the hell is going on right. with him man nice to know. it's just like nice i don't to know i hope next episode is all vin just diesel like, I don't know. I just I want to know what's going on with the task force. Ah, we got plenty of time. We got we got, we got a good amount of episodes left. I think ten episodes to make it a Mandalore. Mm. They can do it, especially if they start playing by their own rules and making these episodes a lot longer. I believe it. They just because you can technically d divide up that first episode finished, into three. Finished the score this past week for like the last episodes too. So they were still working on it while everything was oh, airing. Oh, that's. That's interesting. Mm, they said it's going to be a very emotional. Oh, well, I guess that. I mean, that that is common. That does happen a lot. Oh, that that's it. You already know. You already know. The bad batch is getting clapped. <laughs> and not enough pleasure. Palpatine claps. And I'm telling you, it's. Mm -hmm, yeah, no, they're they're not getting clapped. They're they're in the palpy sense. They're getting clapped in the horrible kill death ratio Gucci. sense. You know what I'm saying? Like they're lagging in the. Mm -hmm. Like Moochie, but but full full grown yeah. Moochie, you know, just slamming them down. Ah, who do you think is gonna die? I Hunter. think we're losing Hunter. Guaranteed. I would be so pissed if we lose Echo again. Mm -hmm. I say we lose all of them except Crosshairs. Uh, no, this is also all of them except Echo. But he's redeemed by the yeah, end. He'll, of it. he'll be redeemed and then killed immediately. He'll be sacrificed. Yeah, that is well, his that redemption. What, what what are they gonna? They're he's gonna, gonna kiss somebody, gonna and then Kylo he's gonna. Him. They're gonna bend solo. Fall asleep and never wake up again. He's gonna kiss Echo, <laughs> and then find out that they're brothers. Oh. <laughs> no, he's gonna kiss Hunter. Echo's gonna kiss Tech. Wrecker is gonna be too concussed <laughs> to move by that point. He will physically lose all motor skills by the time the end of the season rolls around. If he gets if he keeps getting clobbered the way he's getting his head hit every episode at the rate he's going will smith is about to make a movie about him and the concussion rate on this guy at the rate he's going right now i think if it's going to be an emotional ending then this may in fact be the only bad batch season we get and they were in fact telling us the truth i'm disinclined i think that if there's enough uh story to go with they'll make another one but if their goal is to really wrap it up, they'd certainly have chosen a, a lengthy season number. I mean, 16 episodes is a lot. They could, it could just be that. They could just be trying to wrap up the I whole thing. I think we might see the next series, I guess, leading up to either where the casting and or no. So I think the next season will end up going up until, I guess, Rogue One takes place where the rebellion is formed or no, I guess that's way too late. So we're, I think we'll see the formation of the rebellion in some mm -hmm. shape or form in the next animated series. I mean, if we do get another animated series, I think it's safe to say that it's probably going to be prequel era. They seem to really enjoy prequel era for, for animation, with the exception of Rebels. But I mean, Rebels technically is prequel. Yeah. Rebels is prequel. I would say so. Same way I would say Rogue right. One is prequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rogue One is, is definitely prequel. Prequel memes has claimed it, and they are the definitive authority <laughs> on the prequels. Uh... 
So, so they've claimed Rogue One, no doubt. So there's that. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any more animated stuff for the sequel era. That seems to be soon. Right now, I think live action domain era stuff we're getting is live action. Yeah. Which, hey, more power to them. If they can do patchwork for it and give me badass Mandalorian armor and stuff like that live action, shit, <laughs> sign me up. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to see They've been confirming Bounty Hunter is appearing in, like, it, Empire Strikes Back, Bounty Hunter is appearing in the Book of Boba Fett, so I'm pretty excited. We officially have oh, Bosk oh, oh, on board. Oh, hell yeah. Which is, he's the big trend ocean in the yellow jumpsuit. Oh, you love to see it. Yeah, they got they gotta do Bosk. They and gotta then the new, do the Bosk. latest uh, comic book. A Trent Jamie, a Trandoshan is a giant oh. lizard. That's what Sid is. Okay, because you're the casual, you're the <laughs> casual king. So we're getting Trandoshan. Imagine if Chris Bosch was actually a lizard. I was literally just thinking, like, you know, the original trilogy. All these nerds went through and gave every single character that you saw in those movies an actual name and backstory and that's what y'all are talking about right now yes nerds. oh my friend this is speaking Star of nerds from the original trilogy right, the nerds go deep they are passionate moochie has sparked mm. some controversy online because she Out got retconned question the queen what, what what are these she had another friend or she had another name what are these cretans saying about her empress her highness that meant a friend in hatis I think it was Patusa or something. I don't know. I'm not good with the pronunciation. Don't quote me. That's it. Hold on. Let, me, let me Google this so okay. we can do right by Moochie. All right. So so there was a little bit of a retcon on the I mean, the it Rancor could be name. one of those, like, uh, you know, because the Rancor was kind of their pet. So, like, you know, I you know I call my cat, you know, five different Bitch. names. Bitch. <laughs> I can't find what they named Moochie originally, but all I know is like it's not the name that she has now. And the fanboys were angry. They're like, oh, of all the things you could have wrecked on. And the, it, Moochie was also a male. And they were very upset about that. Now she's a female. Because okay. they're like, okay. too many girls. Why does it? <laughs> fanboys, fanboys. Come on. Fanboys, come on. Listen to me real quick, guys. Come on. There, no one else is listening. It's just you and me, fanboys. Are we really going to complain about this? Come on, guys. Let's Let's really think about this. <laughs> It's a monster that Luke kills with a fucking bone in its mouth. Guys, come on. It's it's not that serious. Don't worry about it. Let the ladies have the rancor. All right? We have, like, everything else. How many women are in the Bad Batch? I don't think Wrecker's trans. So, you know, Wrecker looks like a dude to me. That says, okay, so we got how many dudes in the Bad Batch? Oh, all of them. Okay. How many women were in the clone army? Oh, they were all clones of the same one guy. <laughs> oh, damn. They didn't even variate the clones. Okay. How many people blew up the Death Stars? Oh, shit. All the Death Stars were blown up by men? Not a single woman got a shot in on these Death Stars? There were like five of them. <laughs> all of them got clapped by men? Damn. All right. Well, uh, let's see. What, what else we got here? Who, who killed the emperor? Oh, a dude. A robot guy. So not fully a man, <laughs> but a man. A man. Arya Stark killed the Emperor <laughs> in episode nine. I, I remember I saw that. She came out but from the what darkness. About Ray. Let's well let's but let's not Rey. let's not race. She's a woman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. The one time a woman killed anything in Star Wars. 
Then she fucking died immediately. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even like get to say, "Wow, the the galaxy saved. We we did it, everyone." No, she just she just immediately died without a second to breathe. She just boop immediately just drops dead. All right, Lando, what he nuked a giant death machine in the sky and he got to yell Yahoo and no, no problems with him. Vader. Had to got to have a whole ass conversation with his son, you know, after he got fried in the face by Palpatine. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's put things in perspective. What happened to Rey? Yeah, she returned all that evil hatred and killed the, the Sith Lord and all that, right? She representing and embodying all the Jedi killed all the Sith. Yeah, all right, cool. She immediately died, like immediately, right? And then homeboy had to come up from the ground and and, and res her, <laughs> but it, he wasted all his mana. So he got clapped instantly, right? A dude had to give his life literally to, to bring her back, but she died. That's the that's the one W women have in, in the Star Wars universe. In, in the overall scheme of things, let them have the damn rancor. Let them have the big, ugly, drooling She's beautiful. beasts. beautiful. Excuse you. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine, fanboys. Excuse me. When I say ugly, I mean gorgeous. Okay? Thank you. I'm not here to make sense. Not all the time, at least. I should not have said a th such a thing about our wonderful, beautiful Empress, her, her Royal Highness, Moochie. Moochie body pillows for sale at the end of the season. No, I want to like know one of those Moochie squishables that everybody's getting at like Costco. Like a That'd giant plush. I'm a f hey, I like I like me that baby rancor. Man. That's a, that was a cool idea. Or we should get I like, like um. They, I like how they're diving <laughs> into the lore. We should get Rockum Sockum Bop. It's like yeah. a little. Little figurines and it's Wrecker versus Moochie. I think that'd be cute as hell. If I see this pop up by Galaxy's Edge, I'm gonna be hella jealous. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get a punching bag, but they it's... stole my idea. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they'll do it. Well, they're <laughs> listening, so they already stole the idea. If anything, at the yeah. very least, you get bragging rights. Ready here first. So enjoy that. I'm gonna get a punching bag that's just gonna be <laughs> oh. Wrecker's head. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. It's the most punchable thing in the galaxy. It, it, he he doesn't get concussed. He just starts, you know, thinking about murdering Jedi, but who doesn't think about murdering the Jedi every now and Speaking then? Speaking of another Star Wars Star lady, Galaxy. someone has officially made a return in the comics. I know it has nothing to do with the Bad Batch, who? but I just, this is, why not? We love the ladies here. Cruella Anyways, DeVille? Kira comes back. Oh, Kira. I, that was my second guess. Our beautiful Amelia Clark, which means oh, Disney isn't done with her. I hope to God we get a live action series. Oh. <gasps> I'd be see that's uh, look I, I'm excited for Cassie and Andor but if I had to choose between that or Kira eh, I'm sorry guys I'm sorry guys we have a lot of grubby loner -uh. dudes in the -uh. Star Wars universe that we followed up to this point I'm sorry I'm making the point hey listen you might be thinking hey hey Galuzzi what are you doing you're thinking with your penis you can't just be talking shut up let me think with my penis for a minute I want some Amelia Clark live action hell yeah sign me up not, I don't know not Diego at the Luna. expense of Diego I, I never spoke Listen. to the guy but I, I, the, <laughs> it, is, it is a way. price I am willing close. to pay <laughs> I, we there you go casual king speaks on behalf of the people <laughs> and then he has spoken i agree why can't we have both maybe i'm greedy but i want both i'm not done with amelia clark i want more of her in my life and 
I think that the character Kira is something that we could definitely explore so much more of. A female anti-hero, a la Ventress, but a Han Solo a female anti-hero. It's a good, it's some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? She was trained with the Terrace Kasi, eh? Terrace Kasai, however the hell you want to pronounce it. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, but I want to see her kick Darth Maul to the curb. Consider it, and Lucas be like Film. the ultimate Star Wars yeah. girl boss. Imagine if like they have like a love story. Mm. I'm down mm. for it. Mm -hmm. Like some forbidden she evil. She could romance anyone and I'd daddy watch. Love story. Hell yeah. But then he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a forbidden thing. And then she's torn between that and, and her her desire for Han. The call back listen. to her past. She's already romanced one too many mm. fuck boys like Kira V Kira. That's what I gotta say. Let Kira romance as many men as she wants, okay? I'm not here for your archaic take on women and their and what they do, all right? That's right, you bigot. <laughs> I will. <laughs> sorry, sorry, couldn't keep it, couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> all righty, I'm telling you, I think it would be phenomenal. I see Lucasfilm giving us tons of these stories down the road. Obviously, some new stuff is always is always preferable. There's so much to the Star Wars universe that is left to be explored, and it can be explored. It doesn't always have to be clones and empire and all that. It's something it needs to be some scruffy guy trying to make his way through the galaxy without, you know, being a, <laughs> a simple man uh, trying to make his way through the Immediately connected to Han Solo. Yeah, he could be a slightly more complicated man trying to make his way through just a galaxy, <laughs> not the universe, you know? Give me a story about a janitor on Exegol. Tell me what that guy's life is like. He's surrounded by religious cultists, but he's just kind of trying to vibe on his own <laughs> and clean things up. But everyone makes it really difficult because they're all dusty monsters. You know what I mean? What about a doctor who gets caught up in clone science? I mean, we kind of got that with short and scrawny in mm -hmm. the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's true. But what if we make him a good guy? What if we make a doctor who's a, who's a good guy and he, his research gets caught up and used and all that against his will? There's so many different... You know what the thing about Star Wars is? We, we can tell so many kinds of stories. And obviously, we're focused on the war aspect, right? But war itself is much more complicated than just pew, 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 right? There's so many things that come into play in the grand scheme of things when it comes to war, right? And all these different factors, uh, uh, the, the the economics of it. That's, uh, you know, one of the more boring sequences of, of The Last uh, Jedi was the Canto Bite stuff. And it's unfortunate because, you know, it, it's it's actually rather interesting to, ta to, to consider the fact that, yeah, you're always going to have people that are playing both sides and making tons of money because war profiteering is a real thing. It's it's probably the most lucrative business on the planet, if we're being honest. Right. But it's something that a lot of people don't think about. And that's and there's like I said, there's so many aspects to war that you can explore. Right. So scientists getting, you know, caught up in the mix, getting their their research confiscated and used for the worst stuff like that. You can do a story with that. You can tell all kinds of stories. I think Star Wars would benefit greatly from exploring different genres of storytelling right within that Star Wars universe. I think that would be phenomenal. I think it could explore and expand the universe in more well-rounded ways than just giving me a million Jango Fett stories. You know what I mean? Not that I don't want a million Jango Fett stories. Please keep them coming. I'm just saying there's there's so much you could come up with for the Star Wars universe. 
Like my super secret screenplay that I'm not letting anyone ever have. That one. Ooh, let me tell you. Fire. Absolutely fire. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Tune in next week. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I think that's it for How about that, episode? Jim? Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. I yelled at you. I called you a bigot. I defended Moochie. Yeah, well, great times. Great times. <laughs> Who didn't love it? That. I was clearly being honest. I'm kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. How'd you feel about this episode overall? Huh? It was good. It was good. Hey, I was looking forward to more. I, I loved it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I loved it. Ja Jaime. Jaime. Jamie. I, I, I had a Jamie. good time. A good time. A good time. I just That's wanna, right. Like, the casual king speaks. Choke Rafi and Trace, but or Rafa, Dumb and Dumber, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, I think Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa, Rafa. Oh my God! In Spanish, it sounds way more wild. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa. I mean, they're like. Oh yeah, Rafa. Oh yeah, dímelo. They are Latina Star Wars girls, so. Like they could be very well pronounced like that. There you go. They are our our Latina queens. <laughs> Rafa y Trace. Are they kind of Latin inspired? I'll I think so. They could, hmm. They're called Martez. The Martez know. sister. Damn. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I didn't think about that. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So Rafa, Rafa Martinez. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. That works. They probably come from the same place. Uh, Dego Luna and Oscar Isaac's characters come from. Oh, absolutely. The unexplained. Absolutely. Latin space, America. space, Mexico. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Space, Mexico, adjacent to space, Boston. Yes. And yes. space, Australia. I, I cannot wait for space, Boston. <laughs> space, Australia. We don't know. We never go there. It's in the unknown region. Okay. It's in the outer it's rim. It's too dangerous over there. <laughs> it's, it's past that outer rim. It's a hundred percent out there. You see, like pe people who grew up on Tatooine, are like, no, 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 we don't go over there. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Absolutely. Let's wrap it up. Julie, punch it. Thank you for tuning in. And hashtag palp claps. <laughs>